0: This is Pete Moore on Halo Talks NYC, hailing from Louisville, Kentucky. My new friend, Rachel Zabonic, who is the editor in chief of Club Solutions, Peak Media, the uh, providers of, of five uh, strong publications that are going to make you smarter and better. Rachel, welcome to Halo Talks.
1: Thank you very much. I'm happy to be
0: here. Excellent. So. Um, why don't you first give your background on yourself and then background on the company, and then we'll talk about all the reasons uh, for, uh, for being a part of your uh, network, uh, whether that's on the, uh, you know, on the publication side or also some of the leadership summits and uh, you know, how you're an important part of the puzzle to making sure this industry continues to grow and proliferate.
1: Yeah, happy to. Um, so I graduated from Ohio University in 2011 with a degree in magazine journalism. And I, after that, I got an internship at USA Ultimate, which is the governing body of ultimate frisbee.
0: Um, oh, really? Yeah.
1: So I worked there for a few months and lived in Boulder, Colorado. Did you play ultimate? I didn't play.
0: Oh, okay. I'm not, I was pretty I'm not good.
1: athletic enough for that. All right, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> I wish, um, but yeah. I that used was... to play
0: night frisbee, where okay. we had like the glow-in-the-dark frisbees, okay. and you play like uh, night ultimate, and it was tackle at the time, so it wasn't the safest thing to do, but I did it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, that and that was a really great opportunity. I got to work on a magazine for them and uh, do some articles and learned a lot about you know just how a magazine operates. Yep. Um, and then after that, I you know was looking for a full-time position. Uh, saw that there was an opening as an assistant editor at Club Solutions Magazine, and I, it was funny because I didn't feel like I was qualified, but I went ahead and applied anyway. I think you're
0: anyway. <laughs> I don't even know you. <laughs>
1: um, but I went ahead and applied and, and got awesome. the position, and I've been working my way up ever since. named editor of Club Solutions Magazine, and then a few years ago, editor-in-chief of Peak Media, which is the parent company to Club Solutions Magazine, and yeah, we our mission is to educate and empower fitness professionals in a variety of niches. Um, in addition to Club, we also have Box Pro, which is for CrossFit affiliates. Okay. We've got Mindful Studio, which is for yoga studio owners. We've got Campus Rec for Campus Rec professionals. And then our newest publication is Community Rec Magazine, which is for the nonprofit community recreation space, including YMCA's and JCC's.
0: Got it. Is this all um, a monthly publication on each one?
1: Uh, Club is the only monthly. The others are bi-monthly, so every other month.
0: Gotcha. Okay yeah i always mess up bi-weekly and bi-monthly but i think i'm getting better now i at mean, 46 i think i figured it out um so let's talk about club solutions how long it's been around you know what you get out of it as you know being uh creative innovative saying like hey this is worthy of a story or yeah hey this might be something that i've heard about before that that didn't work so you know in a sense as the editor-in-chief you're kind of Somewhat of like a tastemaker, but you also yeah. want to be ubiquitous, and you want to say like, all right, I want to give a, you know, the freedom of press, yeah, you know, you know, uh, dem- you know, democratized, if you will. So talk about how you kind of toggle between the two, and like what your passion is, and where you see things that you say like, not only do I think that's a cool product, but I actually want to write about it because yeah. it gets me excited.
1: Yeah. Well, I think what makes Club Solutions Magazine really stand out in the industry. Um, against some of maybe the other publications is that we really lean on our readers as the experts. Like, we don't necessarily consider ourselves to be experts. Okay. Um, So I really lean on the connections, our advisory board, um, the connections I've made over the last seven years to kind of tell us what they're seeing and what they're doing really well. And then the publication is truly a reflection of that. Um, So I I don't know if that's kind of... Yeah, no, no, I think
0: that's right. You know, the one thing... um, as I mentioned, I'm 46 years old, and i really like to pick up a magazine. I like to pick up a newspaper, yeah. and I'm, like, so sick of, like, scrolling through my phone. I think I'm going to get, like, uh, thumb arthritis or something, both of my thumbs <laughs> are going to fall off. I'm just scrolling uh, in my eyesight. So, you know, from Club Solutions, when, you, when you're doing a monthly publication, and you know, like, everyone's, like, so real-time with, with mm-hmm. you know, articles, how do you continue to stay, like, um, authentic if yeah. you will, and say, like, look, we're gonna, you're going to wait till the end of the month, and this news is still newsworthy.
1: Yeah. Well, it's funny. We just did a reader survey, and the majority of our audience prefers print. Yeah, so it's still extremely valuable, surprised. and, you know, it's—I've read some research recently that's, that's found that people who read um, things in print actually retain it better.
0: Mm-hmm. So,
1: you know, it's—but people still really like it.
0: The one thing I also like about print is that I don't need a password to get into yeah, it, you know, because yeah. I'm like, uh, password one, two, three, four. It's like, I, I keep, I hate to forget password button all the time. <laughs> it's kind of annoying. So what are some of the things that you're seeing either at the show here or that, you know, you've come across and you're like, I've looked at this before or like enough people are talking about this where yeah. I know like uh, there's about to be a tidal wave and you're kind of seeing yeah. it and re- and writing it about it firsthand. And I'll tell you a story. After that, but like, how how does it, how do you get conviction about something and say, like, hey, I want to be the one to write about this because I know it's going to be big and I want to be able to kind of say, like, yeah, I told you so.
1: Yeah. Well, um, I was actually just talking to Mary Frank, who works for Cincinnati Sports Club, and we were talking about um, facial recognition recognition technology, and I'm definitely hearing a lot more about that. Okay. Um, And they're using it in a lot of unique ways. Um, For example, they can tell you they can use payroll through it so if you have an instructor who's working at your club and they get paid you know for having 15 people and then they get paid for going beyond that head count that facial recognition technology actually automates the process for them. Um, I know active... For the club- members
0: that are coming in, you're saying? Or for- yeah. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, and
1: so um, I know Newtown Athletic Club is doing that as well. Active Does it, wellness. Is it cost
0: effective for a club to, to put in a system like that?
1: I'm not sure about that. Okay. But I definitely am seeing a lot more club operators pursuing facial recognition technology f- for a variety of reasons.
0: I did manual facial recognition the other day. I just went up and I put my face against a glass door and the woman recognized me and she let me in. So I'm still trying to go manual and go on print. Um, so so what spawned peak media to go and, and basically try and segment further and almost, you know, I don't know if niche but like create in, in incremental niches when, um, you know, you could have said, OK, look, we're just going to kind of expand yeah. club solutions. Do you feel like. Um, when you're like, when you're speaking directly to like a tight audience, like mm-hmm. it resonates more if you're kind of, yeah, like, I think really the, content, focus on them.
1: Yeah, the content's a lot better because mm-hmm. you can really narrow in on specific areas of interest and need. Um, so that's kind of one of the reasons that we wanted to do that.
0: So what are you seeing from, um, you know, now you've got, you want to just go through all the publications real quick. Yeah. So you got, you got box pro, which is going to, to the CrossFit. Yep. Market, you've got uh, Mindful, which is going, what, Mindful?
1: Yoga Studio, it's Mindful Studio Magazine, it's for yoga studio. Okay. studio owners and operators.
0: And then what, what's the, the, the other one?
1: A Campus Rec, which is for campus recreation professionals, and then our newest is Community Rec Magazine, which is for um, nonprofit community recreation, including YMCA's and JCC's.
0: And uh, is, is this all um, trade-based uh, revenue, and then yeah. it's a free... Yep. News that goes out.
1: Yeah. We're supported by advertisers and then it's free to the consumer.
0: Got it. And then do you just basically, when, when somebody opens up one of these type of operations, do you automatically add them to your list and drop ship them a book? Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. That's good. Yeah. It's about as good as it's going to get, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh And then what kind of feedback do you get? Do you put everything up online? Is it searchable? Yeah. Is there collaboration between all the different groups that are, you know, different mm-hmm. editors? Do you all kind of get together and be like, hey, I had the same. There's just yes. a trend or like to facial recognition, like and then kind of get like a, a piece of maybe get a broader lens of what you're mm-hmm. saying. Like, OK, this is happening here. And, you know, here's yeah. something that's going to probably become big and it might take a couple of years to, to get to market.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We definitely do that a lot. Um Box Pro and Mindful Studio are probably the closest in industries, they've got very similar audiences in Mm -hmm. that a lot of them are super passionate fitness professionals that wanted to open up health clubs. So a lot of CrossFitters um, end up opening gyms because they just really love CrossFit. Same with yoga, a lot of yoga professionals, um, they just love yoga. And so those um, audiences have definitely unique challenges where they need a little bit more help on the business side of things. Gotcha. Um, and then Campus Rec and um, Community Recreation, because they're both nonprofit, those are definitely two of the very similar industries as well.
0: Gotcha. Um, I always find it interesting to you know, take a step back and, and actually read trade magazines from different industries Yeah. Uh, in order to see, like, what's going on. Because sometimes we get, like, so enamored with like what's going on in our little box that we don't really realize that you know, we're in the consumer services so you should be really reading about like what are hotels doing what are airlines mm-hmm. doing what are yeah. restaurants doing because a lot of these groups have a lot bigger budgets and are probably mm-hmm. on the front end of something mm-hmm. but you know you can make all the analogies that there's no reason why I passed by this awesome Audi dealership the other day when I was in Orlando, and I was like, man, that could be, like, the yeah. m- most beautiful Gold's Gym yeah. I've ever seen. It's got 500 parking spots. It just happened to up, and I own all the cars. Yeah. And it's just beautiful glass and lighting, and I was like, wow, this is, like, that, that's what the future should look like. Yeah. And then, um, so, so how do you, do you kind of cross-pollinate certain articles between the different publications, and what's the communication like internally?
1: Yeah, so we definitely do that sometimes. Um, and then in that case, um, one of the editors would just say, Hey, this is an article that might be really good for your audience, and you're free to take it and tweak it so that it's, you know, perfectly matches the audience and, and go from there. I mean, we're all, we work really well together. There's not, you know, any like negative competition or anything mm-hmm. like that. So it works really well.
0: And if someone wants to get into this profession, um, mm-hmm. you know, on, on your end, like loves the industry and says, Okay, I'm in, you know journalism and mm-hmm. you know who who who's part of the company right now how do you recruit do you use like any kind of like independent independent reps or independent um i don't know what would you call them freelance writers i guess would be the mm-hmm. right terminology yeah you know how, how do you manage that and how do you find interesting people to say like hey why don't you Either write an article for us or maybe come work for us. How does that process work?
1: We're actually a really small company. We only have 15 employees right now. And our editorial staff is, we've only got five writers, including me. Okay. um, For all five publications. Oh, wow. Um, So we collaborate a lot. Um, But, yeah, if anyone's... Do Do you
0: have a pen name?
1: A pen name, no, just right. Rachel Zabonik. Oh, okay, because yeah. be
0: like, you have, write all the articles. You could be like, you know, different versions of yourself.
1: Yeah, well, I am engaged, so eventually my name will change, but I think for writing I will keep it as Rachel Zabonik. Well,
0: maybe try to both of them and just to test it out. Maybe well, give him, when are you getting married?
1: Um, well, wait, there's no set date yet. All but right. So his... we won't
0: be able to look out for you in like, uh, like the September issue no, at this no point no. under a yeah. new name.
1: His last name is Chonko, though. So Chanko? I don't know if Rachel Zabonik-Chanco would be <laughs> the most... It might be a little too much little of a tongue bit, twister. Yeah, that might be too much. I mean, when
0: I read, I'm actually like talking to myself, so it might be a little much. Yeah. So, <laughs> all right, we'll, we'll, we'll leave that as an open-ended, you know, follow-up yeah, question, I guess. Yeah, we'll see. So, you know, one of the things you're doing, obviously, is educating people, but you're also trying to make sure that they get better yeah. at what they're doing. So talk a little bit about this leadership summit that you, you all put together and, and what the you know, what the um, you know, agenda is and itinerary mm-hmm. for something like that.
1: Yeah, so a few years ago, we launched the Leadership Summit of the Kentucky Derby and it's for the top 25 health club operator, operators in the US um, and it's round table based. So we do round tables um, in the morning and then we take them to the Kentucky Oaks on Friday and then the Kentucky Derby on Saturday. Nice.
0: Do do they get a hat with that or do you bring your (laughs) own? They bring, you bring your own hat. B-Y-O-H, bring your own hat to the Kentucky Derby? Yes, exactly. And we've
1: got a lot of really positive feedback from that event. We also do a leadership retreat in September, which is um, similar format. And then it's roundtable based and Blair McKinney is our moderator for both events.
0: MXM, Wenatchee, Wisconsin, right?
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. um, Home
0: of the Apple. I believe home with the red apple. Yeah, and, and, so and like so. I said
1: earlier, you know, we don't feel like we're the experts, so we didn't want to set it up where we're necessarily talking to them. Right. We wanted our attendees to be learning from each other and ex- exchanging best practices and ideas. So that's really the format of our events and how we found the most success.
0: Gotcha. And do you guys, uh, you said you do, you're do. you usually on the other side of these podcasts. So do you do a podcast channel as well, or um, do you interview people for articles?
1: We don't for Club Solutions, but for Box Pro, we've had a pretty successful podcast for the CrossFit industry. It's called Box Talk, and the editor okay. of that publication, Heather Hartman, she does it, and it's been really well received. Got it. Yeah, I and mean, then we're looking at possibly doing one for Club Solutions Magazine in the near future.
0: All right, cool. I'd love to be on your show. Okay, yeah. If, if it's, uh, regardless of what your last name is, I'll come on the show. <laughs> um, so just talk about, like, wh- what you see in the market. What do you hear back from people on the leadership side? Do you, do they – are you getting a sense that, like, there's too much competition? Are you getting a sense of, like, you know, if mm-hmm. we execute, like, we're going to be successful? Mm-hmm. What, 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 what's, like, the pulse of the industry? Because you got an interesting yeah. – you know, position in it.
1: Yeah, well, we're, you're definitely seeing a lot of success with the boutique market right now. So like Orange Theory Fitness, SoulCycle, um, and then the low-end um, or low-cost, big box models are doing really well, Um, but, you know, a lot of operators are actually embracing the competition. They feel like a rising tide lifts all boats, Mm -hmm. and um, I was just talking to Joanna Maslowski from Wellbridge, and, you know, they're just looking at it as an opportunity to see what consumers are really liking and how they can take some of those elements and incorporate them into their facilities. So, you know, even though the market's definitely becoming increasingly competitive, there's a lot you can learn from those clubs that are doing really well.
0: Sure is in um you know on the uh on on your side of the uh the Women in Fitness Association, mm-hmm. and I know mm-hmm. you're an executive member uh of that. Talk about what you know how that's grown. That's only been a couple of years.
1: Yeah, I believe. yeah, Lindsay Rainwater, yeah, she founded that. How's it going? Um yeah, I mean, really well. I mean, I'm not super involved with that, so I can't speak too much to it. But um, I mean, I think it's a great organization, and it's definitely needed. Um, I think that you know they're doing a really great thing.
0: Excellent. What what if people want to join that? Is it a is there an application process? Is that uh
1: yeah? You, you, know, can more like just, you
0: join like Ursa.
1: Yeah, you can just join right online. Gotcha. Yeah, I, I believe it's um, $199, but yeah, maybe don't quote me on that one. Okay. No <laughs> worries.
0: No worries. Um, so where, where do you see Club Solutions going forward? Is, are you trying to add more articles? Are you trying to add more leadership series? Are you trying to continue to do what you do and kind of stay in your lane? Or you know, give us a little flavor for what? Yeah. the future and what we should expect
1: yeah well we're definitely seeing a lot of success with our events um so we're maybe toying with the idea of doing a third leadership retreat in the future okay um and but yeah besides that i mean we're just still super excited to have a print publication and be talking to all the club operators out there and sharing best practices
0: that sounds great well thanks for your work i look forward to reading more more of your articles and being a tastemaker and, and trend reporter and and setter thank you uh and uh hopefully we can uh you'll be a part of your leadership series and um and i'll get nikki and david to uh to get an, a uh, become an advertiser as well and maybe get the halo talks logo into your uh, <laughs> into your monthly so we can get that out to more and more people yeah
1: that'd
0: be great uh, great meeting you and congrats on the engagement and oh, thank uh, you Pete. look forward to reading the publication
1: yeah well i appreciate it it was great being here you
0: got it likewise